You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. Speaking of Mel Kuyper and the draft, our eighth overall pick in this year's draft, Bijan Robinson. He agreed to terms with the Atlanta Falcons on his rookie deal. Four-year, $21.96 million deal, all guaranteed, includes a fifth-year option. Pretty straightforward when it comes to a, a, a rookie contract. And look, again, you guys talked about this this, this morning, and I wanted to bring it up here on Peachtree Football. Pretty straightforward contract. I mean, you know what the money is going to be. It's just kind of how it is uh, dealt out. So a- any any real huge thoughts or huge reaction to uh, the Bijan contract, anything that stands out? Well, it got done pretty quickly. And I know that these yeah, deals good. are – I know that everyone says, you know, well, it was it was already kind of locked in what he was going to make. That's absolutely right. That's ab- it, There's right. no doubt. That's the greatest thing about the rookie wage scale thing. But I would tell you there's a lot of guys that this doesn't happen so quickly because there are there are hangups, like how the guaranteed money is paid out, when it's paid out, those kind of things. There, there are little things that some agents and players that they think they want, and it creates sticking points with how these how quickly these contracts can get done. Lucky for us, Bijan's is done. There's no big deal. Also, there's it, 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 it's a weird – it's an eerie feeling – even though you know that the players can get taken care of because of the draft pick that you've spent, it's an airy feeling when guys come to camp, mini camp, rookie mini camp, like like the Falcons, which we'll get to later, but like the Falcons are in right now, right. as of literally they reported yesterday. Like right now. And they don't right have now. a deal, they don't have a deal done, and then an injury pops up. Like Dante Fowler tore his knee up. Um, mm. like I think his third snap in rookie mini camp when the year he was drafted for Jacksonville. And there was, and he was practicing without a deal. Now there are, there are things signed. I think people don't realize that they sign good faith waivers or, or and whatnot. Uh, most of the time, I'm, uh, I would, um, I've been led to believe by agents and and front office people that you know basically guarantees the guy, hey, you, we're going to get, you're going to get, you, we're going to sign you no matter if you go out here and tear something or not. But it's still an right. eerie feeling because you don't know how serious any injury is or how your body's going to recover, all that. But look, it's done. There's nothing to worry about. It's a nice, kind of makes you feel good. Well, I, we got our guy. He's done. Um, I know uh, Helms is, yes. um, Helms, excuse me, is, is already signed his, his, and he was a, a late-round pick, seventh-round pick. So it's good to see. It's good that we don't have any worries there. And, you know, you'll get to see Bijan for all of the offseason work, and which is exactly what you want from your number one draft pick. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Exactly. And you brought it up. Falcons rookie camp is actually rookie minicamp, I should say, is going on literally as we speak at this very moment. And uh, later on, after the festivities get uh, wrapped up around uh, probably the next 30, 45 minutes or so here from Arthur Smith, you hear from Bijan uh, Robinson. They'll speak to the media. So it'll be interesting to uh, to hear from them. See what they have to say after getting a good day's work in uh, rookie minicamp. And real quick to uh, kind of wrap up the conversation on the Bijan Robinson contract. Do you feel like now that this one is done, that the it'll be kind of a trickle down effect and a domino effect to get? I know you said uh, Helms is already done. Do you think it'll be a trickle down effect to uh, getting the other ones done? Are we going to see Matthew Bergeron here soon? Are we going to see Zach Harrison's uh, here soon? Now that Bijan's is done. I think you'll see them soon because I think the front office is very much, you know, you don't have, you already have the big one out of the way. So you don't have to worry about it. I don't believe, but even that said, I necessarily don't believe it's a trickle down effect. I think each one is different okay. with there's the, the, with maybe a clause here or there that the team or that the player wants put in. So therefore right. I, I don't, I don't think it'll just, Oh, well we got, I don't think they're going in order. Like, well, we got the first and the last. Now let's fill in the blanks. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't believe there's a trigger. In fact, like I said, I think everything is, 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 is its own situation, but there's, you've got two already done. Um, you had a set, you had a second, a third round pick. Uh, and then you, I think you had one of the fours, you have a four mm-hmm. and then, two sevens or something like that. So I, yeah. I don't think it's not like some teams where you have a ton uh, of these to go through, but trickle down. No, but I think it makes it a lot easier now that the biggest one is already out of the way. I want to circle back real quick as we wrap things up here on Peachtree football. I want to circle back to the schedule real quick, just because I want to get your thoughts on this. What game are you looking forward to the most? As a Falcons fan, as a football fan, not necessarily the one that you think that we're most likely to win or anything like that, but just from a fact of, man, I really just can't wait to watch this football game. Is it the Jets taking on Rodgers in the Jets? Is it reuniting or not reuniting, I used to say, but taking on a former first-round pick for the Falcons, Calvin Ridley in London? Which game of the Falcons' schedule are you looking forward to the most? That's a really tough question for me. Um, I'm 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 looking forward to hopefully being on this Wembley trip because uh, they'll be playing in Wembley and when they play yeah. Calvin Ridley. But you know, New Orleans in January could be You're a really lot excited. of fun. Yeah, because you don't know what that game could mean. Right. I have a feeling that game could be for the division, for the wild card. Um, one of those teams could already be locked up for the division and they have a chance to play spoiler for the other team. I think that game can mean a lot. So that game to me could be special. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Also, it is Falcon Saints. You have a chance to both be good this year and to have that game in New Orleans to end the year with a possibility of a playoff berth or a division on the line, it could be flexed. You never know. And if those people have all day. I, yeah, I said those people. 
those those North <laughs> New Orleans people, if they have all day to get the loose ain't. up and get ready, dude, if they have all day to get ready for that game, that could be wild. They're gonna be. I've been to some pretty meaningful games between these two teams, and so that one gets me excited at the end of the year, uh, definitely. No, I, I'm with you. I there's a like you said, there's a lot on the schedule. I mean, we're gonna get we're getting to see Bryce Young twice. Gonna see CJ Stroud. Like I said, Rajas. We're gonna see obviously uh, Derek Carr and the Aints, as you alluded to. That one is gonna definitely gonna be fun. <sighs> Calvin Ridley's gonna be coming back. So, man, if I had to pick one, I want to see. I honestly, want to see how we look against. I might have to actually go with the Jets. One that I brought up. I want to see how we look against. I think. I know it's going to be later on the schedule, so we'll kind of know what that team, what our team already is, what the Falcons already are. We'll have a sense of their identity. But I think that'll be a really good test as of, like, just what this team can do this year. And, you, and I mean, again, it's early. You know, God forbid injuries are a factor at that point, but, you know, injuries are a thing. But just thinking about it right now on paper, just – what these two teams could be, what the Falcons could be, what the Jets could be and are wanting to be. I just think that could be a, a really fun battle. Honestly, I think Detroit could be interesting too because I feel like Detroit could either be like a shootout or it could be just a slobber knocker of a match, just like these two teams running the football, being physical. That could be a game where it ends like 10-3 or 17-10 or something like that, but it could be one of those games where it's a shootout because I know Detroit, they made some upgrades to their defense uh, th- this offseason, getting C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and, you know, they drafted a couple guys as well. But that they were their defense struggled last year, and they gave up a lot of points, but they scored a lot of points, so they were in a lot of shootouts. So that game could be a shootout or an absolute just defensive fest. So there are a couple of games well, don't forget, that don't are really forget. interesting. Don't forget Aiden Hutchinson came into his own late last year and he started being right. a more productive pass rusher. You're getting him early. You don't know what Jared Goff's going to do. Um, right. Yeah. Logan, I think that might be an opportunity for Arthur's. I've, we've talked about this uh, on the morning shift and um, a show that Dylan and I are both part of and on 92.9. And look, I think this offense is going to be a marriage of the 21 offense and the 22 offense. And I think people get confused when they say, well, how, how are they two different offenses? Because Arthur Smith was the head coach and the offensive coordinator and the play caller. Well, not offensive coordinator because that's technically Dave Ragone, but he's right. But Arthur's calling the plays guys. Let's, let's just be caller, honest. Yeah. He's putting together a lot of that game plan. Right. And what I would say to people is, and we've said this a thousand times on here, 21 offense was a more pass-happy offense because of Matt Ryan and some of the personnel. The 22 offense was more of a run-heavy offense because of Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter to a lesser extent and some of the personnel. You get Pitts back, you have Johnny Smith, you have um, Drake London, now you have Bijan Robinson uh, along with already having Cordero Patterson, Scott, and then you've got Scotty Miller and Mac Hollins and then uh, Algier in the backfield there's a lot you can do. And I think a lot of that could make up for the offensive line other than Bergeron being pretty much the same, which scares me a little bit, especially at center. But if Bergeron slides in that left guard, you'll be fine. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play teams like Detroit, who has a good pass rush. Um, Jacksonville is not a bad defense at all. You, 
you go down, you look at Washington. We know Washington's got a very good defensive line. Um, Mike Vrabel's a defensive guy. So there are some teams that could kind of scare you defensively. New York Jets have a good defense. Um, you don't know what Chicago's right. defense is going to look like. I tell you what, Carolina is a, a heck of a defensive front. In fact, you know, if Bryce Young starts, which they say he won't off the bat, and, and Carolina's playing some defense, and Young's there just doing be. enough to not lose the games, yeah, those games immediately become tougher. So, it's no, again, it's the NFL. There's guys like Derek Brown, you know, uh, over at Carolina. It's, so, there, there's a lot of things that could happen that could, you know, take away some of this. Oh, we got this one in the bag. and not, not so easy. Yeah. Not so fast. You never know what you could get with the NFL and these NFL teams. But we do have the schedule. It's fun to talk about. And this is one of those milestones where you get the schedule. It means you're just getting closer and closer and closer. Now we got Falcons rookie minicamp. So we're just getting closer and closer and closer to the start of this season. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to cheer on the Red Stallions, Bo. I mean, I, I can't can't wait to get some more red some new red stallions gear uh you know hopefully they come up with the red stallions jersey or something because you know i think i think uh i think the red stallions could be good this year <laughs> yeah how cool was that how funny oh, yeah, that was that, was hilarious. that, that was, was one hilarious. of the best uh schedule releases i've seen in a long time oh yeah um and then and then you have the team running with it it's it just absolutely hilarious um love it great stuff but Dude, it, it does. There, there was um, there's been a lot. There's been a, there hasn't been a lot of hype about this team in the national media, and there's been a lot of hate about what they didn't do, particularly involving one player that they did not pursue. Which apparently they don't want to win because they didn't. Which is, is, is it's don't don't get me started. We will save this for uh, a slower time. But the fact of the matter is, is I think we're gonna go through this hopefully in the next few weeks as we continue to do podcasts and there'll be a build-up there's a lot of new additions to this team the schedule is seemingly favorable from the from from right now from on may 12th so there's a lot to be excited for and there are a lot of expectations with some falcons fan the, the reset has already it was hit you're coming now you're coming out of the reset and uh hopefully we've got a you know maybe like a 10 and 7 um 11 and 6 type year moving forward Exciting times for the Atlanta Falcons as we move forward and try to get into the postseason. Like you said, maybe get a little 10-7 and 7 action. Maybe another little division crown. Well, not little division crown, a division crown. And we'll see what the Atlanta Falcons can do.